This podcast is rated MA15+. plus. Anyone below that or can't go into a server and buy a skin mag should not listen any further. Well, in real estate terms, it means you're getting paid, baby. All right. Our episode, episode eight, Unconditional, the podcast. Uh, Shano, how you doing, mate? You all right? Good, Robbie. How are you, mate? Good week so far. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's... First time I've seen you this week, actually. Oh, it's exciting, isn't it? We spoke. It's actually, I'm actually really fucking happy to see you, to be yeah, honest. It's, it's good. good to see you. Uh, how's, how's it going over at, uh, I, think we can, I think we can name names now, can we yeah, name we names? Yeah, we did in the first Did one. we? Yeah. Ray White? Yeah. Ray White, how's so, it going over there? Good, good, really good. Uh, I've really enjoyed it so far. Uh, it's obviously weird, I'm just trying to still learn how everything works and their systems and the way they do things is, is different. So. Is it much different to, I mean, every office has different systems obviously but just set up is it is it easy is it pretty smooth uh yeah it's been pretty smooth like i'm straight into the phone calls doing all the important stuff um but just trying to learn how you do stuff like how do you generate your vendor report how do you do that how do you where do the inquiries come in when you start getting inquiries so i'm trying to work out how you do all of that sort of stuff where's the key book where's the key cupboard all this irritating stuff that takes about a probably a couple of weeks to a month to learn I've been here seven years and I'm still learning, so yeah. good luck. Yeah, so... Any listings? Any new ones? Uh, two, I think. We've got two so far. Beautiful. So we'll just... Probably know. top draw them while you're here. Uh, I'd love to say yes, but no, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> you actually work hard. Yeah. Um, so, no, I've, uh, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. It's been quiet with you not here. We've actually been able to do some work without being pranked and uh, stitched Irritated. up. So let no, me. It's, uh, it's good. So our our office has a main road next to it. Mm-hmm. So there's a main road. There's a footpath. There's a small garden, mm-hmm. and then there's floor to ceiling windows. Lovely setup. It's got the logo all over it and stuff. So you can't really see in during <coughs> the day. And um, last night I was in the office till about six six thirty. No, you and, weren't. And um, no, we were. We work hard over there. It's not like here where you're in at, in at ten and out by two. I think you're going to be meeting someone soon, guys. By the way, you're going to be meeting someone soon. I received a Snapchat from him yesterday. He lives in the same street as Shane, and it was about four o'clock. And Shane's driving in. So no, that was the day before. So. It's just, it's, so Yesterday, I'm in the office, and one of the young guys goes, "How do you how do you sit in a listing presentation and just ask the ask for the business like with confidence? How do you how do you actually do that?" And I'm like, "Well, you just sort of say, have I earned enough to get your business?' Yeah, and then you you might ask him. Blair, um, write, write this down, Blair, yeah. because we're getting the uh, the enemies. Like here. you might you might go, you, you know, if you want to get more complicated, you can go look." It's a very awkward question that I've just asked you, and I want you to feel awkward because the more awkward you feel, you want your agent to be able to ask awkward questions. So when I'm going back to a buyer for the sixth, seventh time to get more money out of them, it's an awkward conversation. Correct. So if if an agent comes in here and doesn't ask you for your business, he doesn't like having awkward conversations. Brilliant. So while I'm doing that, Brady's like, yeah, it's a clinic. He's loving it. Then then, (laughs) then, then he looks past me and he starts just laughing his ass off. So through the through the glass, some blokes just walked up and started having a piss up against the side of the office. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brady, Full exposure. so yeah, Full so he stood exposure. there. He stood there having a wee. So he stood there just like this. Oh, we get it. And then we he, goes, he, goes, <laughs> he goes. He goes like this at Brady. Just waves to him, and then he can't turn oh, around. So it's not one way. He can see in. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't realise while he was doing. He looked up and saw Brady, and he was like, "Oh shit!" So he just like started waving, and then he sort of turned like this because he couldn't turn that way because of the main road. 
So he's like this. So I've turned around and I've seen side dick. <laughs> so, so well, we don't see much side dick here. Yeah. So that's what happens when you work till uh, six o'clock. Uh, six, six, six of what? Six o'clock. Six o'clock now. Yeah. All right. I like it. So, um, so let's move on to the special guest. I've got an intro. Special guest, guys. So uh, Shane's going to really, really hype him up. We're probably going to yeah. have some. What's that? Uh, there's some really good uplifting music in the background, Chariots of Fire or something like that. Yeah. We can maybe maybe splice, splice this yeah. in, but I'll yeah. let Shane do the intro. He's known this bloke a very long time. Uh, I know him as number of, a number of names, Lurch, yeah. Reese, Big Sexy. Yeah. Uh, take it away, Shane. Ladies and gentlemen, Reese was born in 1983 and was the son to two humans. From an early age, he knew that he was special. He had a sixth sense. He had the ability to not only find bugs, but could sense their fear. He is a specialist in termite management, pest sprays, and a trained rat assassin. He has no fear and has currently got the contract to kill bugs at a leading local gentleman's club. Welcome to the podcast, Reese Hammonds. <laughs> we need to do some shuffling around here, Shane. So, Reese, you come and sit down here, big sexy. That was. That sounded very, very wrestling-like. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. <laughs> what, what an intro. What Thanks an intro. Thanks for the intro, Shane. wasn't quite more than 83. <laughs> you look like you were. Thanks, mate. Uh, RM... RMH Pest Management. I'll keep going this way. Yeah. Okay. Cool. RMH Pest Control. He's been the sponsor of the previous two episodes. He's sponsoring this one. I can sponsor this one, mate. Yeah, for a well, just um, a six pack again. Is that yeah, that's oh, the sponsorship fee? It was three last week, but here we are. Well, I, I only saw one of them, Shane. <laughs> yeah. You weasel, bring yeah. the rest back. Yep, yeah. I uh, probably I, in the Ray White fridge. He, he alerted me to the fact he's only listened to one of our podcasts so far, so he doesn't know uh, I've some listened, of the other. I've listened to that one episode twice, so oh wow, we'll put it down there you go. Episodes. That's just his favourite. He's one and done. And what do you think? It was good, mate. I listened to the pilot, and yep. uh, I was impressed. <laughs> and I thought Shane rambles on a little bit sometimes, but that's okay. <laughs> that but is based true. on the pilot. Uh, you thought you'd sponsor us and, and jump on I board? I did, mate. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to go to Spotify so I can then listen to it in between jobs. hundred $100, I think it is, to get on Spotify, mm. which seems r really cheap. So it's about 10 minutes work for Shane over at yeah. Ray White. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's probably got someone over there. He pays to do, do that stuff. Oh, no. I'm a battler. We're trying to race 100 I think we're at $60 on uh, the GoFundMe I've set up. We are taking donations uh, daily. <laughs> uh, mate, before we get into these wonderful stories you've got, do you just want to... It's obviously building and pest inspector. You do the pest, but you've you can also assist with building. Yes, you've I got can, a team. Yep, yeah, I've got a little uh, little posse I hang around with. So, uh, yeah, for all the building and pest side of things, obviously I can take care of all the pests. I do all the pre-purchase inspections and just all your regular stuff, everything in pest control, really. All your annual termite inspections, all the sprays. Um, but yeah, obviously I try and keep it real estate based, considering I'm on a loose real estate podcast. And, and so, <laughs> going by that intro. Uh, you've you've been familiar with bugs your whole life. Uh, Uncanny sense. Ten, ten, year, ten years. Ten years. So a third of my life. Yeah. Yeah. As yes. a professional yeah. uh, rat assassin. Yeah. yeah. He kills okay. rats. Yeah. Ten years in the game this year. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd call myself a bug veteran. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he, we, he shared a photo yesterday with, um, he was doing a rat job at the recycling plant, Reese. Tell us about it. The, was. The rat box. Yes. Yeah, so I picked up... Uh, a contract for four you know the recycling <coughs> places where you take your um you take your empty beer bottles and you trade them in for cash uh -huh. yeah five yeah, so ten cents a bottle or something yeah something like that so i've picked up a contract for four of those um for some so they have rodent issues with all the empty cans and that can imagine laying around so 
Yeah, one of the factories though is up at uh, Wacol, up in Ipswich there. So that's a nice drive. Right next to the jail, so let it be brother. Mm, perfect, Ooh. perfect drive to listen Ooh. to this wonderful podcast. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about that in another day, Shay. Yeah, that's enough of Shane's family stories. <laughs> <laughs> they they got to start with episode three. We'll, we'll, we'll cut uh, out. Yeah, no, so yesterday I was out uh, filling up rodent boxes. Um, and you know, you, just, you sleep at night knowing you've helped uh, help some factories be... Yeah, well, you ripped, the, you ripped the lid off it, though. The bike oh, bike. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you mean the highlight of my day? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I, um, you have your plastic rodent boxes laying around, obviously. And uh, I picked up one. I had gloves on, thank God. I'm not that rough. Um, and it felt quite heavy. And even with the box, even when rodents haven't touched it and it's full of baits, it does feel quite heavy. But when I picked this one up, I thought, this is abnormally heavy. So anyway, the... the the factory's full of people, there's customers there, there's about 20 workers in the place. I'm standing there and I opened the box and there's actually three cane toads in the box. Oh. Um, so I jumped through the roof, looked like a looked like a real amateur in front of everyone. It, it was a toad um, brothel. So yeah, this year, it, it was a toad brothel. A toad Two of them were on top of each other, it was a toad brothel <laughs> yeah. with, with yeah. a watcher. There was three, soon there'd be six toads. Yeah, now that's that's why you're there now, because the previous bloke, he obviously doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He no. shouldn't be killing toads. He, he should be killing be. rodents. That's right. Yeah, well, that's, that's where I get, that's where, uh, you know, in pest control, I, I guess much like real estate, there's a few, I don't know if, you wouldn't call them dodgy, just incompetent people at their job. And yep. They're great. I love those people because that's where all my work comes from. I love people ring up and they say, you know, didn't like the guy last year, he did a crap job or he doesn't remind us. Um, yep. so Come around. As long as you stay on the ball, you'll be fine. Well, that's probably a good segue into, obviously, you've got the job because someone was incompetent and you found uh, toads where you're meant to find rodents. That's right. I think that's a good segue into, you've, you've been in the game for, for many, many years. You would have found a few things, I'd imagine, in homes yes, or I've seen, on uh, sites, on jobs. Yes, the, the beauty of uh, pest control, especially, so I do lots of rental work. So I, through various real estate offices, I have a lot of their uh, rental roles. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you do find some interesting things around the place. I mean, I'm sure you guys, being in real estate, would have uh, similar sorts of stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we, we've touched on a few of those. Well, yeah. If you listen to more than uh, one yeah. podcast, I'll you probably I'll, know I'll, those. On the, on the way home... We're out of material, that's why you're here. Struggling. I'll get episode two up on the way home. <laughs> do it. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of those industries where just when you think you've seen it all, you haven't. You always yeah. find something. But uh no, there's obviously lots of weird and wacky people around. and So I, we're thinking, well, I'm thinking straight off the top of my head, I'm thinking drugs, I'm thinking drug paraphernalia, I'm thinking yeah. um, sex toys. Yep, so sex toys were very big around the uh, around the time the first Fifty Shades of Grey movie oh, came out. You're actually yeah. dissecting yeah. it. Yeah. We're yeah. getting going yeah. deep. Yeah. Yeah. This is the sort of thing we want. This is yeah. it, the research. Exactly. So, you know, I don't when I do a termite inspection or any sort of service really, um, because any walking, service you provide other services. Yeah, oh, man, I can do anything for a dollar. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's um, so basically when you get into a roof space, ninety percent of the houses, especially up here on the northern Gold Coast, uh, they're in the garage. Mm-hmm. But if they're not in the garage, most of the time they will be in a walk-in wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, around about the time the first Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey movie come out, as you're getting into the roof void, there's a lot of a lot of hidden things up on the top shelf that the kids can't see. Oh, um, you mean uh, in the roof void inside the walk-in robe? Yeah, so as you're getting up into the roof void, <laughs> you can see the top shelf up there where mum hides her goodies. Is it, um, you think it's a bit like police? They, they, they have the standard, if we're going to raid a house, we're going to go to the standard five things. Is it mm. a bit like that for you? You know there's going to be five bit. areas where... Yep, yep, you do, yeah. And you see, you know, certain areas uh, in a, oh, years, maybe five, six years ago, I used to work 
when I was working for somebody else, so I'd work up towards Ipswich sort of way, yeah. and um, you find some <laughs> you find some interesting things up there. Some homemade contraptions, I'd imagine. You do. You Ipswich, do. Right? You, a lot of people up there love their gardening, like uh, certain plants, mm, a certain type of plant up there. Okay, mm. I read between the lines. Grows that. grows well in um, what do you call them? Like not hot rooms. In a green room, uh, under oh, under under artificial light. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've I've actually seen. I think you're talking about uh, an illegal substance. I thought here. he was I, talking about cucumbers. Yeah, I was thinking cucumbers. Cucumbers. I was thinking, what's it? He's, he's transitioning from sex toys into drugs. I've transitioned it. I've walked into a house one time in my very formative years in real estate, and as I've got to the back bedroom, this was a tenanted property. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just opening up. Every home has walk-in robes. Most homes have walk-in robes. So you've seen one walk-in robe, you've seen plenty. So now I don't even bother because it's quite personal. I don't look. But, yeah. you know, I wanted to be very diligent in my formative years in real estate. And as I've got to the back bedroom, he goes, oh, yeah, I wouldn't open that. I said, why not? He goes, nah, well, open it then. I don't care. And I've opened it up. And it was a hydroponic oh, right. setup. Yeah. He had the lights coming out of the roofs and... Uh, look, I, I don't know marijuana that you, well, you but with the new house plan, <laughs> well, yeah. no, I, look, I, yeah. it's flourishing yeah. right now at Robbie's house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was really happy. He's a really happy fella. Yeah, so that does happen. It good does luck happen. to him. Yeah, no, I've, um, yeah, drugs. I've seen. I mean, yeah, I've seen a few plant setups. Doesn't really. I mean, nothing really phases me too much anymore. I, it quite excites me actually. Something new for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I have found lots of plants, lots lots of big plants. Every now and then, someone will try and. Uh, Somebody will try and, I guess, uh, kind of get around it. And they'll have a genuine, like a big plant actually planted in the ground in their garden. Oh. And they'll say, oh, my, my tomato tree isn't growing very well this year. Like, you don't know what it is. We grew up in the rain. I've spent the better part of 20 years in the rain. Like, yeah, I was, that I was still r- works. Raised on the stuff. I wonder if that still yeah. works for people. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't care. I don't really report to real estate. So, it just, does, it just gives me a bit of interest for the day have you been offered anything apart from money to, to complete jobs or do jobs uh, i have yes i have actually <laughs> right. um, so I this think- is this is one of those stories i often forget about it it's we're going back maybe five or six years ago now can i preface um, this first do you know the story i've been to the house so i know <laughs> that this is a truthful story because he described the same woman and her exact job that she runs from her house i haven't heard this story so why I haven't know, i heard this yeah. so i know it's real because i appraised it because she's the tenant yeah. okay all right well so, uh, carry on yeah no so this this is one of those sorts of stories where i almost wish somebody was there with me because if someone had told me this story i almost wouldn't believe it uh, but anyway, so what happened, and at the end of the story, it shows how small of a place the Gold Coast can be at times. But anyway, so I had a house, um, just a, a job, it was a rodent job. The woman had problems with mice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went there, she obviously talks to her neighbours, they're a friendly sort of uh, street. So yeah, I went to her house, turned up, um, she was really nice. She ran a, a hairdressing salon from her house and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Been there a few times, you know, did the job for her, everything was all dandy, everything was all great. Um, but that's where this is where the story sort of starts. So as I'm leaving the house, as I'm leaving the house, I walk out. Um, I'm putting my stuff away in the car, all my baits and whatever else I was using that day. And as I'm putting my stuff away, uh, the neighbour from across the road, she actually walked. She's I would say she was probably in her early forties at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that at all. I'm just describing the woman. Like mm-hmm. she wasn't like eighteen or sixty or anything. Mm-hmm. Know, a little bit in between there. Yeah. Uh, but you yeah, know, she was walking down her driveway and um, she stopped at the end of the driveway. 
I was on the other side of the road putting my stuff into my car mm-hmm. and she had a very, she had a very, uh, I guess we can call it Bogan Australian accent okay. to an extent. Yeah. And Bucker. instead of approaching me, she stood at the end of her driveway and yelled across the street, oh, are you getting rid of their rats? And I said, yep, yep, just doing a, a rodent job here for them. And I'll just say what she said flat out. She yeah. goes, if you come and chuck some baits in my roof, I'll give you a wristy. <laughs> so you've been every week since. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. So no more, no more rats. No more, no more rats at her house. Um, but no, no, but no, no. I, I, um, I almost couldn't. I thought she was joking at first. You think but, you were um, dead set serious? Uh, no, she was dead set serious. And you I, met this woman, Shane. Uh, yeah. Well, because he, he told me the address. I've been there. I yeah, yeah. And the description so, was spot on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So, so, went, so yeah, she said that, and I can't remember why. I mean, it's not like me to turn that down, but uh, <laughs> but anyway, I, I I don't know. Maybe because I was working for somebody else, I wasn't working for myself at this stage. So I was either in a rush or I may have had a girlfriend <laughs> at the time. I'm not too sure, but anyway, turned her down. And I think as I was driving to where I, wherever I was going next, I think I rang Shane and said, "You will not believe what's <laughs> what just happened, happened to me." To me? But then through it being a small world, uh, we're talking maybe less than 12 months, I'd say maybe six to nine months later, she actually decided to sell her house and the new buyers that were coming through, I was there doing the building and pest. Uh, and she was, and she was, oh, okay, gotcha. So she was there. So I saw her again six months later. She gave you a wink. Didn't didn't get the same offer, unfortunately. No, she didn't care about rats when she's moving out. Um, <laughs> that's <yeah>. unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, that's definitely up there on my on my up there stories. Um, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. one. Yeah. Well, back, you say something uh, like I said just when you think you've seen everything there's I mean not necessarily pest related but just people related just when you yeah. think you've seen the ultimate form of crazy yeah. someone new comes along and, yeah uh, well uh, yeah we do see him all but that's uh, that's up there I've never been offered anything mm. not even not even close to that I have had uh, I've had one date through work nice so yeah. it's it's sort of sort of oh, well, through, right. sort of <laughs> through work uh, so this again, RA, did this saucy material yeah you did you do your uh, lead in yeah, 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 this podcast is rated yeah. no no so this is um it's I guess somewhat through work so again this lady was a and how is he going are you, are you still um, chatting no though? he's good yeah he's a nice guy <laughs> he's, he's married now with three adopted kids um, brilliant but yeah no so this one it's it's not oh it, it's through work a little bit so basically same story she was a tenant in a house um I went there through a real estate actually ironically it was again a rodent job um so I did a rodent job there that was the end of it but then being a single man back then, I was on Tinder and all the rest of it, like the uh, young folk do. Yeah. And I actually come across her and we matched on uh, Tinder and went on a date. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought it went really well. Uh, she thought otherwise. Yeah. There wasn't a second date. Wasn't a second date. No, no. So the old battler pest man didn't get a second date. And now someone's sorting out her rodents. Yeah, and now, yeah, now someone's feeding more than their rodents. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Wow. <laughs> so I've got a few things I want to ask uh, the big fella. What about serious pest stuff? Yeah, so there's certainly a serious... Yeah, you want to... Yeah, anything you've got for should the we, should we big start, sexy? We'll start with the smallest of the insects and work our way up the ladder. Yeah. Um, so, so I often I get asked, and I don't know if you're the same. There is how many different types of termites are there? I don't know. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, there's, there's. Uh, no, he doesn't actually do pest no, controls. Shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. The shirt's a bit tight, Shane. But yeah. Um, on the Gold Coast, there are six different types. Yeah. Uh, there's microtermies, coptotermies, nasutotermies. 
Shadowrhinotermies, Heterotermies, and one I cannot name right now because I've forgotten <laughs> the other five. I'm I've impressed. Said. I'm that's impressed okay. with there's, the five. There's five of the six, and, but and the six those, one's not important. How many of those will eat a house? All of them. All, all of them will eat a house, but some basically Coptotermies. They're probably the most. They're the fastest moving, and they're probably the most common. Um, they're the ones. It's rare, but often you'll get to someone's house sometimes and they'll say, you know, I'll be laying in bed and I can hear them in the walls or I can hear them at night time. Yeah. Uh, they're coptotermies. So okay. I've heard of them like eating people's headboards. Yeah. So they go to okay, their bed and the bed just collapsed everywhere. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they eat inside out. That's right. Yeah. So they, yeah, well, they, yeah, they'll come in through the slab and they'll start chewing on timbers. Um, how they work, coptotermies, they, if you basically break open some of their nesting, they spit at you. Um, really? That's how they kind of try and defend themselves sort of thing. So there's coptotermies. They're the most frequent. Um, they say, the stats say, not my stats, so I make it what far, sound far more worse. But no, I'm <laughs> kidding. It's, um, but they, they say in the house's lifetime in, in Queensland, one in every five houses will be attacked by termites. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so I, my little catchphrase I like to tell people or my little gimmick, I like to say, if you owned a Ferrari, you'd make sure it's serviced. Mm -hmm. Well, your home is worth six times a Ferrari, so why wouldn't you pay to have that serviced? Great script. By getting your annual termite inspection. Great, great script. Right. And how, much, how much wood does a termite inspection cost? Right? Uh, at the moment, I currently charge for an annual termite inspection $187. So that's pretty cheap. That's uh, very, very competitive. And, and you would recommend one of those a year, two a year? Yeah, well, depending on <clears throat> if your house has had problems and whatnot and all sorts of different factors. But yeah, on on a basic um, basic run, I'd say once a year. And if you obviously houses depending on access and and, and the size of the house, mm -hmm. if there was any issues and you had to recommend an external barrier. Yep. Uh, rough rough figures. Uh, rough figures. Well, everyone's a bit different, but for your average size house, four two two in in the four two nine pocket where we yep, sit. Yep. For your average size house and yeah, Coomera, Pimpama sort of area, I would say. Generally about two and a half to three grand. Okay. Um, that comes with a five-year warranty. All right. So for five years, your house is under warranty, protected from termites. Okay. And then in five years' time, we come back and we do it again and take more of your money. Yeah. Um, well, or potentially save you a yeah, lot more no, we money. Do. It, is, it is worth it, but it's the same sort of thing as well as, you know, I totally understand. Some some companies try and push barriers. I only recommend a barrier if I do think you need one. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things. It's what goes around comes around. For example, like if, if somebody went up to my parents' house and tried to sell them something worth 3000 that they didn't need, you know, you wouldn't be very happy, would you? No. So I don't do it to other people either. Uh, if I think your house genuinely needs a termite barrier, then sure, it. I'll recommend it. I'll give you a free quote. Totally up to you whether you want to go ahead or not. Um, but yeah, I only recommend one if I think you need one. Tell us about the uh, tell us about the cockroach game, Maurice. The Germans. The cockroach game. Tell us about the t tell us about the different cockroaches. Can I just uh, follow up one more thing on termites? So yep. a lot of the building and pest reports that come back. Yep. Uh, one word that seems to pop up uh, or a phrase that pops up a lot is conducive, conducive. to termite activity. Yes. So garden beds pushed up to houses yep. potentially can breach yep. barriers. So it's a good question from you, you Robert. Yep. Yeah. So well, you, you I too, come with the with the gold. Yes. You two biggest foil. You two biggest attractants. Your two biggest attractants for termites are moisture buildup and wood rot. Um, so rotting timber, whether it be fences or old stumps. Uh, it gives off a certain scent that termites can detect, and that's what drag, br brings them to the area. 
Um, moisture buildup, so drainage issues, they're a big problem as well. Um, houses that have subfloors, that pond, have lots of ponding in there. Mm -hmm. They're a big one yeah, as well. People don't realise that termites actually like moisture. Like yes, water. yeah, that's right. Yeah, moisture is their big attractant. So yeah, yeah. Water, uh, water problems, like water leaks. So when we, when we do a termite inspection, we check for leaks as well. So behind toilets, showers, yeah. obviously in the roof. People forming. may not be aware of. The whole lot, the whole lot we do. So yeah. drainage, obviously, around a property is really, really important, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah that's okay. right. Yeah, drainage is, is very important. Um, I say that when my house has very poor drainage. Um, yeah. <laughs> we live in yeah. the same street. We need to work on that. Yeah, we do need to work <laughs> on that. bad as well. So, uh, yeah, but it's, you know, it's one of those things too where some people are terrified of termites, and yeah, that's, that's fair enough. But if I do find problems... You have to tell people like it's not you don't run around run around screaming and have your hands in the air uh everything can be fixed you know it's not the end of the world uh and that's that's i think a big part of my job as well is telling people explaining the problem and you have to the biggest relaying any fear yeah the best the best thing with with pest control the biggest thing is it's knowledge is power yeah so you need to explain to the customer and you have to educate them okay you don't say it's got termites like run away you say, you know, it might have a very minor termite problem and you can explain some costs and how it's treated and they can make a, I guess, educated guess or decision on what they want to do from there. Um, so, yeah, if, if you have problems, you don't necessarily, you know, you have to educate them and let them pick for themselves what they want to do. It's not just, oh, yeah, it has termites, run away. Listen, I've never seen this theory. I've never heard this, this serious yeah. Reese. <laughs> Professional Reese. Wow. This uh, is why we gave him the microphone yeah. with the long cord, mate, so he didn't just sit here like this. We've covered termites. Oh, yeah. You want to know about cockroaches? Yeah, cockroaches. Yep, so cockroaches. How many cockroaches have we got on the Gold Coast? So how many nasty ones? German, is, that a, is there a German cockroach? A German cockroach. Yes, the German cockroach is uh, it's probably the most difficult thing to get rid of in pest control. A, a German cockroach? German cockroaches. You get them quite a lot in um, commercial jobs. Okay. So they're only small. So they're probably... They're those small cockroaches. They're not big ones. Yeah, they're probably the size of your end knuckle, fully grown. So they aren't the great big ones that fly yeah. around. They're only small. Um, you can, I've seen some really, really bad infestations of those. And, and you they, could wipe them out and then the next week they'll be back. Yep, yeah. It's all about breaking down their breeding cycle. So you have to get them at the right time. You have to, it's a process. You have to basically cut out their breeding cycle and then knock them off from there. They're constantly having sex with the Germans. Yeah, the Germans breed at a, at a rapid rate. They love breeding the Germans. Wow. Mm, yeah, breeding machines. <laughs> so yeah, okay. we do, do a lot of those commercial. I've seen a lot of, once again, seen a lot of, uh, of high-end restaurants with really bad problems. Yeah, I don't think we need to be naming, but no, guys, no, just be aware, they are out there. They are out there. And it's one of those things for me where, you know, I, I go out for dinner and that sort of thing sometimes when Shane shouts. Um, so yeah, but when I go out and then years later or months later, whenever you'll just get a random call and somebody from a restaurant or a cafe wants you to go and look at it and it's a place you've happened to have eaten at plenty of times yeah. and you just hope for the best as uh, it's clean in there. We, <laughs> we are in a private chat and we do get notified of these. So if you ever come out for dinner with me or lunch with me, you you're know you're safe. safe. Yeah. It's sometimes best not to know what's behind the uh, curtain. Yeah, I don't want to know anymore. Mm. Uh, cockroaches, termites. Now there's the old wise tale that is it Every five in ten houses has snakes in the roof, or is what? Uh, I don't think it's quite heard that, that old. High, one, no. was it maybe is it one in ten houses in is Queensland? Have a wives' tale? Whose wife's sitting around yeah. talking about snakes in the roof? Well, wives' tale, wives' tale, whose tale? Someone's tale. I've, I have heard this that there is <laughs> yeah. snakes in 
a certain amount of homes in Queensland. Have you seen any skins, any actual real oh, snakes? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we see, um, I, I would say I come across a, a real snake once a month in the roof. Really? Yep, yep, once so a month. So they are up there? Yeah, no, they are up there. Yeah, I'm, I'm petrified of snakes. I don't know about five out of ten. I, no, I don't know if it'd be five out of ten. Maybe one a month. It's all that's very that's very <laughs> summer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, one, maybe we should one start that rumor. Like the middle of Coomera, like all built up. You're not going to get many snakes around here. Um, but you know, you, you've got I've seen more snakes in Pimpama in in residential Pimpama than I've seen anywhere in my whole entire life. Really? Yeah. I'll, I'll put Backyards. That on my, well, I'll have to like, pop that on my they website. They are literally everywhere. I, I, I lived in um, Upper Coomera. And we were in like the, the the area was surrounded by forest, but it, where I lived was all surrounded by houses. We got home late one night. Usually the dog runs up and like wants to give you a like you know cuddle you and greet you and all that. He wasn't there. I was like, oh, that's weird. Um, and then I stepped on something Ooh. in the dark. And yeah, I was like, ooh, that was slimy. And then I went over, got a light snake in the house. Yeah. So the there worst, could be five out of ten. The mm. worst thing about a snake being in your house is. It wasn't a massive one, but it was, like, big enough to, like, worry you. But the problem was, it's like, how do I get this out of the house? Anyway, texted a snake catcher. He's like, oh, it's only a crown snake. It's not dangerous. Um, I can come out and get it for you for 70 bucks. Now, Ooh. 70 bucks to me seemed like a rip We know how tight you are, so man. So I thought, how can we Steve Irwin this thing out of the house? <laughs> yeah, broom. So what I did was I put a, I put a bucket over it yeah, from the hero. laundry, then got a stick and edged it. The bucket out the house. Zero. What a man. Yeah. Oh, yeah I've got a problem with uh, that. That's, that's one thing that puts a bee in my bonnet, I think. You know, everyone gets upset about killing snakes, but they, you know, snake catchers charge you to come and get the snakes. Mm. I think it should be a government funded thing, but that's a story and an argument for a different time. People pay you to go and kill uh, termites. They so. do. They do. Well, you know, do you like your house or do you want to see it on the ground? No, but yeah, but snakes, I do see snakes quite often. Um, pythons mostly, but. Do you want to get into the snake? Game? Or, I, I've only got no. Oh God no! I would never go get in the snake game. Uh, the only thing two, the two real quick stories I'll tell you on snakes that come to my mind straight away. Again, years ago, I was right down in Corumban Valley, like the bush where you expect to find snakes. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy told me I got up into his roof, and it was one of those roof spaces where they kind of install like a platform in there and yeah, store, store heaps of boxes yeah. up there, which is fine. Um, but as I get up there, he goes, "Oh, just watch out! We pulled a big three meter python out of there a few weeks ago." And sure enough, I didn't see the snake, thank God. But yeah, there was there were skins up there, Three, and he, he he wasn't lying. They were big, the biggest skins I've ever seen. Wow. Uh, but the only close run in, I would say, oh, it wasn't actually me. I was doing a building and pest in Madribar with the building inspector, obviously. Um, and we're up in a roof space, and he was going ahead of me, and it was a really tight roof space. So he was on his hands and knees. He can't just kind of stand up and turn around and walk away. Um, and for whatever reason, he picked up. A piece of insulation, the batten insulation. Obviously, there was something he wanted to see under there, so he picked it up, and there was a red belly black curled Ooh. up, and it was probably two feet away from his face. Um, and he can't just again run away; he has to kind of slowly back away and maybe um, cover it again. But yeah, yeah. And cover it again. But luckily, it was uh, incident free. But and that wasn't you. That wasn't me. No, I was in the in the roof space, but he there. he was mm. he was in front of me, and it, it got to him first. Uh, but yeah, no, I haven't had too many bad experiences with snakes. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, the last topic I want to cover, uh, maybe throw Shane under a bus a wee bit here, but the first episode, Shane spoke about trust and where real yes. estate agents. Mm. You said you listened to the first episode. You remember that I conversation? Did, yes. So basically, when I was listening to the episode, 
Um, yeah, obviously Shane was blowing up about real estate's not being a trustworthy figure, which yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I, I know a lot of real estate agents, so. Have you got anything that maybe will sway Shane into believing there is some, oh, believe it or not, I think there's dodgy real estate agents oh, out I there. think there's dodgy ones out there, I just don't think we should be at yeah. 5%. No, so, yeah, so my, Have you got my, anything? one of my stories. Um, and can you just say they aren't in this room? They aren't in this room. Okay. No, no. Um, so that's not Shane can be dodgy. No, no, they're not in this room. So this is again. This is actually Do what you can for the seller, whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, not so yeah, true. Well, this is probably my <laughs> worst. This is probably my worst building and pest story. Um, so again, this is most of my stories. Funnily enough, seem like they're ages ago. But uh, yeah, so years and years ago. Um, I was doing a building and pest. I didn't know this agent. He turned up. Uh, the buyers, they're the ones that employ you, obviously. So I was out there with the buyers. This guy, let's just say he was from, he was from a small office, a relatively unknown office. Mm -hmm. uh, and to be honest, it doesn't happen too much anymore. But back then you get agents every now and then where I like to call it the money shakes. They turn up and straight away, you know, they are desperate to sell this house. They haven't they, had anything for a while. Yeah, they, the wife's on the case. Yeah, they yeah. need Commission to sell rent. this house. They're sweaty. They're a bit shaky. Every time you say something to the, the potential buyer, they talk over you, trying to calm them down. Mm -hmm. Re it reeks of desperation. Mm -hmm. um, and when you've been doing it for long enough, I can genuinely pick it within two minutes mm -hmm. of talking to someone. Anyway, so myself and the builder were doing our inspections as per usual. Um, this house had a big subfloor in it, so you could walk through it. But subfloor, for anyone who doesn't know, is basically when you have an elevated floor and you can walk under the house. Uh -huh. So we're under there and we found, myself and the builder found a termite track. This is one singular termite track coming up the external wall in the, in the subfloor. There was no active termites in it. Uh -huh. It was old damage, it was, a, if you're talking one out of 10, this is a, a minus one, it's a non-issue. Okay. Obviously you have to explain it, you tell them what it is. After the inspection was completed, there were no termites. So it was you know, a very nothing thing. This agent went into a deep panic. He went into a deep, deep panic. We were in the subfloor. The buyers weren't there. He followed us in. Got his nice Julius Marlowe. Is that what they're called? Got his nice. <laughs> I don't know. Got, got, I got, got, a bit got out his nice shoes. Stay on track, Got his nice shoes all dirty. He's in there panicking. Uh, and he, he, he flat out. He, he flat out. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> they're, those, they're those expensive shoes, aren't no, they? Oh, Shane's got a wardrobe for them. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, anyway, he come into the um, into subfloor and he offered myself and the builder $500 each to- On the spot. On the spot to to, no. to, uh, to unsee the termite track. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I, I basically laughed at him. I said, mate, you know, while, while you're at home counting your commission, we're in court getting sued because we didn't report this. Oh no. But the, the craziest thing was, like I said, it was a non-issue. It wasn't even a big deal. Uh. Um, so we said no, we, you know, we kind of obviously told the buyers, I'm not too sure what eventuated from it, like if they ended up buying the house or not. Um, but then again, being a small world, funnily enough, uh, a year or two later, I, I moved house, I moved suburb and I had a new local pub so uh, I'd pop down to the pub on a Friday Arvo every now and then, and uh, old mate, the real estate agent, was there every time. And he's Julius Marlowe. And he's Julius Marlowe. <laughs> yeah. Having a beer. Looking Did he remember you? With his, uh, no, with his Mercedes outside, he probably couldn't afford, by the sounds of it. Yeah. You should have cleaned, oh, you, uh, cleaned your 500 yeah. bucks there, and then yeah. said, mate, I told the buyers it wasn't there. Yeah, you yeah. remember me? Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I haven't seen him in years and years now, but, uh, yeah, no, it's... Um, he might get his name off camera and just, uh, and just see it if he's still in the game. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't give you a great... 
deal of confidence in agents. You never have that sort of thing with you two, obviously. No. Oh, I just want to say, if the owners of Julius Marlow are listening, I'm, I'll, I'm a size 10. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll take a couple of different... I, would, I don't know who I'll Julius Marlow is. I my ass you are. I'll take a couple of uh, Julius Marlow. <laughs> he seems like a nice bloke. He does. He's some runners. Yes, yeah, there you go, Julius. I thought that was part of Shane's uh, sign-on for your real estate. A couple of pairs of shoes, nice shoes. Well, Reese, uh, I think we've, we've definitely hit our quota for time. There's lots of great quality sound grabs there. Uh, you'll be episode eight, so please oh, catch up. I look forward to it. Uh, we're not filming next Friday because us three plus a number of other uh, really nice gentlemen, we're heading down to Melbourne for Big Sexy's Bucks party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to... Uh I don't know, what are we going to do down there, Robert? Probably just, you know, maybe visit some of the local art galleries, some libraries. Yeah, yeah. Just some, uh, High noon tea. High noon tea. Yeah. I've, I've heard they've got a really good aquarium. Yeah. There's a nice pet shop down there called Kittens, I've heard. Yeah. Kittens yeah. is there? Okay. Yeah, nice uh, look, I, I don't really agree go with... Go to the zoo? We'll go to the zoo. I don't agree with people keeping kittens inside, no. so no. I probably won't be going no, there. not in pet shops, no. We'll have a beer though, and yeah, uh, be. and we won't speak of anything that happens. Yep, no, no All photos. Right. Fantastic. Well, Shane, Thank thanks you, for everyone. good to see you, mate, for the first time. Yep. Reese, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Wonderful Robert. edition. I've had a great time. Blair, get us a longer cord for this microphone. Yes, yeah, Shane. What mate. are we paying you for? <laughs> uh, cheers, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>